You're listening to the Sewing and Grown podcast and radio show with Jay and Jay. And we're back, everybody. How's it going? I've got food in my teeth. I'm chewing on an almond bar. And it's good. Maybe not be super good for you, but he's, it's good. He's being kind to himself and having yeah, a kind having bar. having a kind bar. You know what I've been doing lately? I've been eating a lot of hard-boiled eggs. That's good. Good, a lot of protein. But let me say something about protein and kind bars. There okay. are kind protein breakfast bars, and there's a banana one that's really good. Re- normally sold out. Like 10 grands, I think, or something. Costco sold out of Fairlife. Ah, all right, everyone. If you want a really good tasting protein milk, chocolate milk, Fairy Life mm-hmm. protein chocolate milk. And it's got 30 grams of protein. And it has like no sugar really, but yeah. it has a really sweet taste that tastes it's so good. good. Yeah. And I was hard boiling my own eggs, but I'm really lazy. And I, I only do that every once in a while. Like I'd get up and hard boil some for the week. But I'm very, very lazy. Great way to hard boil eggs is the Instant Pot. Yeah. Or you can just go to Costco and they already hard boil them for you. And you get 24 hard boiled eggs for like $4. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I know. That's hard to beat. And they're pre-packaged. Are they in the little packaged water things that you get like come and go with where the eggs are just like floating in water? They're not, they don't have water in them, but they're kind of in the this, this same thing. It's like a little baggy kind of thing. You peel it open and there's two eggs in there. Okay. Two already eggs. Already peeled? Yeah, already peeled. It's about a... 120 calories and probably about 14 grams. Yeah, of protein. I was going to say about 14 grams. I think that I think each egg is like six ish. I don't know. Depending on the size of the egg. Speaking of health and just being healthy and getting our protein in. How are you guys all doing on your goals for uh, 2022? We're already into February. We're, we're listening. We're Tell me. To... Come on. Radio silence. <laughs> <laughs> Or we will be in February. I'm not sure when this is actually going to drop. But hey, we gave a New Year's resolution for ourselves. Did you hold up to it? Yeah. So I subscribed to a podcast called the It's Just Different podcast. It's two brothers um, and they're Christians and they just talk about really real subjects. That's cool. And they kind of have the same type of logo that we have, kind of like that animated logo. Is it really? It's Just Different podcast. Listen to it. It's really good. And that's where that quote the other day I told you about says, don't let culture define what it did not create. Yeah, that's really good. That's a banger of a quote, but that came from their podcast. Good. So I subscribed. I left a review and a rating. Nice. Well done. And I've done the same. I've done a few. Um, I, uh, on a spiritual one, I did this being known podcast, which is really interesting. It's from uh, two Christians and one's like a brain scientist and kind of puts in the psychology and the spirituality to really together. And it has background music during the whole podcast, which they've gotten roasted <laughs> on some of the reviews because people really? hate it. Um, some people are very critical. I'll say that. And we haven't gotten a critical review of our podcast yet. <clears throat> and if you do want to <laughs> critically <laughs> rate our podcast, make sure to listen to spoonful of sugar before you do it. <laughs> you know what? It's okay. I mean, some criticism is just, you know, very spiteful, but you can't get better if you don't know you have a problem. Right, but there's two of these guys that are talking, and the one guy has really good things to say, and this one person's like, I can't remember the gentleman's name. I think it's like Kurt. Like, Lose Kurt. It's getting so <laughs> old hearing him go, mm, yeah, mm, okay, <laughs> throughout the whole podcast. <laughs> I do that sometimes in the mic. Mm. It doesn't wow. bother me, though. But yeah. anyways, I just want to thank you for not yeah. being critical and thanking you in advance mm. 
I mean, I'm okay with healthy criticism. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Am I embracing it? Well, I'm endeavoring to embrace <laughs> it's it. It's kind of like a cactus. Do I want to <laughs> hug it? No. Actually, uh, do I? That's a terrible analogy. In no place do you ever just need to hug a cactus. It's like drinking oregano oil. Sometimes you want to do it because you know the benefits of it, but you're never looking forward yeah, to the taste. Or apple cider vinegar. Exactly. Here, let me do this real quick. Those of you who are looking, because I've gotten a lot of texts lately about what good podcasts are out there for people to listen to. You know what? And obviously, if you're listening to this one, you're already listening to one really good podcast. I'm going to list two podcasts that I think people should listen to. Go for it. Well, just not despite. Oh, my gosh. Besides the one I already just mentioned. So listen to the It's Just Different podcast. Um, so I like listening to a variety of podcasts, not just like Christian or leadership, but uh, you know, I read fictional books every now and again, too. So here's one. Revisionist History with Malcolm Gladwell. So if you don't know who Malcolm Gladwell is, he authored the book Outliers and then the book, is it Facing Giants or the book about David and Goliath. Um, awesome. Here's guy. one called Talking to Strangers. Yeah. So he has a podcast called Revisionist History, and it's where he kind of revisits certain controversial things throughout history or sheds more light on those topics. If you want to learn more about history and kind of unknown history, that's a really good one. So Revisionist History. And then the other one that I would suggest is for all the ladies out there, it's called the Whoa, That's Good podcast. And that's with, um, just forgot her name, Duck Dynasty Girl. Oh, Sadie St- Robertson. Sadie Robertson. Listen to that one. She's got really good guests, really inspiring. It's called the Whoa, That's Good podcast. Very cool. Do you have any? I'm not. I'm yeah, spot, I like but. the Emotionally Healthy Leader podcast with nice. Pete Scazzaro. He's a uh, church pastor in Queens, New York, and his premise is you can't be spiritually mature without being emotionally mature. Hmm. And he has really great things to share. And then I'll go into a uh, what we may call secular one. Uh, and this is a polarizing radio station, so I may get some conflict. <laughs> but I listen to a lot of NPR, and there's a show on NPR called Marketplace, and it's just business-based. It's not necessarily very yeah. – and I really like the host. His voice is really cool, which goes one. a long way. Kai Rizdal. Yeah. And uh, I'll be honest. I've learned more from that podcast, I feel like, and that radio show than I have through some of my business yeah. classes. So That's a good one. If you are a Spotify subscriber – um, you know, Spotify has its own uh, uh, morning kind of radio show. It's called like your dose of whatever in the morning. And it will play some of your favorite songs, most played songs from your recently listened to. And then it throws in little interesting stuff. And a lot of times they'll throw in NPR Marketplace. Yeah. Um, and it's really good. I like Marketplace. Yeah. So uh, we've already mentioned something very polarizing, which is NPR. And don't yeah. worry, I am a conservative. I'll just say exactly. it right now. Uh, but we're going to talk about COVID. Ooh. Whoa. Wow. Oh, the title just goodness. be all caps COVID-19. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was time to go there. And <laughs> it's time. It's time. You know, it's been, the, it's been circling. The sharks have been circling. I really wish it wasn't time. I really wish it was past time. Uh, and I thought it would yeah. be. We're kind of in a resurgence of the But I got to uh, be real. The panic. Can I be real yeah. quick? Real right now? That's a real lot of realness right going on. That should be the title of the podcast. Real right now. Not our podcast, but some podcasts. Going back to being real right now, a big reason why I wasn't with uh, the podcast for a week was I had the COVID for the second time the in COVID. a row. Ugh. In a row meaning like it had been a year and a half, but I got yeah. it twice. I was really looking forward to not getting it twice, but I got that <laughs> Omicron. It Omicron. Was the Omicron 
did it treat you better or worse? I'll be honest. The first time? It hit me worse the second time. Really? The reason being is that one night I was sleeping pretty good, but I could literally just feel the phlegm like going down my throat. And then I mm. woke up and I had that chest cough where you just hacking stuff up. And it took me a while uh, to get wow. over. But honestly, I was feeling better within five days, like the CDC said. But I, I, we're also going to talk. This is really going to be a minute. thing. Wait a minute. The CDC said something that was accurate to you? Yes. Nice. Yes. All right. See, we're not going to... Hopefully, we uh, bring these magnets uh, that you flipped over and they no longer want to come together. We're going to bring them together. Hey, I had a bunch of phlegm going down my throat two weeks ago, and I didn't have COVID. It sucked. COVID or the common cold? Ugh. Yeah. And sometimes seasonal allergies, you know, that's really, there's so much panic going around right now that we're forgetting a lot of really common things uh, like seasonal allergies and somebody freaks out and I'm like, well, what time of year is it? Right. Right. What's going around? You know, so uh, we've really, like you said, polarized this and a lot of things are being um, dismissed. And then we're attributing it to COVID and it's just causing more fear. It's causing more fear. It's causing more anger. It's causing more instability in all avenues. And I just thought maybe we shouldn't just talk about COVID, but we should talk about our God, Jehovah <laughs> Rapha, because he's still the yeah. healer. And how are we navigating these times yeah. where there's so much talk about sickness, mm -hmm. but we serve a God. And for us as Christians, a God who lives in us by his spirit is the healer. He's known as the healer. It's one of his redemptive names. So I just thought of maybe some things we could talk about, whether it's COVID related, wisdom related, uh, healing power of God related, and how we're navigating these times and how maybe we can navigate these times to be more godly. Yes. And not more godly. I mean, in God -like. multi multiple ways, but uh, I think, you know, when we think about being more godlike, we're just thinking about stretching our faith and or being really more... believing for healing, but being more godlike in the way we handle other people mm. and our criticisms and the government and Fauci and all of that, because there are multiple uh, viewpoints that I've heard expressed from close people on, you know, what they think about. Dr. Fauci, what they think about the government, what they think about the guidelines, what they think about masks. And there's really a godly way to go about all of that. And that's the balance. It's like, how do I not be in fear um, and be in faith, but still be using practical wisdom and still being able to function um, and be respectful and be honoring? That's I don't know. It's very elusive. Well, it's I wrote this down. Out. I put our approach to this pandemic may have a bigger impact on us and those around us than the virus itself. Is our Say it again. All right. Really our good. approach to this pandemic, emotionally, how we demonstrate ourselves on social media, yeah. the words we share with our family, friends, and church members may have a bigger impact on us and those around us than the virus itself. Yeah. And then I put this. Is our compliance or our defiance hurting our witness? Wow. Because it can go either way. Your fear can hurt your witness mm -hmm. of being scared of the pandemic or your fear of the loss of governmental rights. Right. They both can hurt your witness. And that anger, that animosity, that bitterness mm -hmm. can have much more lasting effects on your body, on your spiritual health mm -hmm. than COVID ever would. Yeah. I wonder how many people who had COVID and, you know, how much shorter the whole 
time they were sick would have been if they approached it with a different attitude and heart. Uh, just because we know that, like you just said, you know, bitterness taking place, unforgiveness taking place, resentment, dishonor, all of that stuff has an effect on your physical health. And, uh, you know, the, the catch here is, you know, we are Americans and we're Christians. And, but first and foremost, we are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. And I think uh, we, you know, the hard thing here is, you know, we also, we have, we have rights as Americans, but we also have certain standards that we're trying to live up to as Christians and we're blurring the lines a lot. And I think as a whole, the church right now, I'm just going to say it is really approaching this from a American citizen kind of conservative standpoint instead of the Christian standpoint. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think we're uh, straddling the fence, but we're really leaning on the side of, I know God wants me to be gentle and show my gentleness. Amen. But really I'm losing my rights in America and I'm going off lean to the American side, which I'm not against. I hope none of these goes, you've listened to too much NPR. Uh, (laughs) That marketplace thing is hurting you. (laughs) No, I, uh, I'm processing this and I'm trying to navigate it. And, but I know this, uh, we have to work with the faith that we have and build it where we're at. And when, I mean, I want to talk about this for a second is a good example is masks. There's people who yeah. come into our church with masks and there's people right. who come into our church who Love hate masks. masks. Yeah. But my question is, what does my heart do when I see someone wear a mask? And what yeah. does my heart do when I see someone who sees a sign that says mask required and, and they, they walk, straight they walk right straight through it? What is going on in my own heart? Mm-hmm. Or when I want to wear a mask and I'm going into a very populated place with a bunch of people who don't like masks, will I still wear a mask because that's what I feel my conscience is telling me to do? Mm-hmm. The first time I got COVID, I was at a uh, a church for a retreat and there was, there was part of me that wanted to wear a mask. We're not going to get into if masks wearing is right or not. <laughs> I'm just saying again, what is your conscience? What is the Holy Spirit leading you to do? Because he'll lead you to maybe wash your hands, which will yeah. help keep <laughs> disease Seriously. away from you. But I was in there, but they, the whole time during that conference, they were talking about how cat, how masks aren't working and nothing's happening. Well, the majority of that whole church got, <laughs> got COVID. COVID. Yeah. So I left going, man, I had fear of man I instead of what was going on in my heart. And even in our own church, I've, I've gone by somebody and I had a mask on earlier in this pandemic. They're like, well, you're afraid, aren't you? And I'm like, no, I just feel like I should be wearing this. Yeah. Like, uh-huh, sure. And then walked by, right. which I love my church. That would never cause me to stop going to church. I have thicker skin than that. But my question is, again, those are the effects yeah. that are going to have a lasting effect. So if your faith is that if I wear this mask, God's leading me to do it, work with that. If right. you're like, no, you know what? I don't believe I need that. Work with that. Mm-hmm. But stay in your lane. We said this in the last announcement. Stay in your lane. Don't let that affect your heart on how you see the other person. I think we really easily get caught up in in just ourselves. We're very self-centered in what's best for me. What's best for me? And really, we are called to abide first and foremost by the law of love, which a lot of times the law of love is going to require you to operate by some natural laws as well. And again, I'm not, we're not trying to advocate for wearing masks. We're trying to advocate for you to really think beyond yourself and the whole cliche saying, what would Jesus do? I don't know if Jesus would wear a mask, but Jesus would absolutely be thinking about other people. And 
there are some people in our community, older citizens, who are deathly afraid of what's happening. And, you know, I could just go up to them and say, stop being afraid. And, but, you know, I have no idea what the underlying health conditions of those people are. I have no, I have no idea what their background is. They're not, and some of them aren't even saved. They, they don't understand uh, or have faith like I do. And so me wearing a mask sometimes is an act of love for somebody else. Uh, you know, especially out in public. Um, and if I'm just so self-centered in what's best for me, I'm completely forgetting about the people I'm called to reach. And, you know, I don't reach somebody by only going up to them and, and asking them to get saved and go through the, you know, the Roman road and get them, sa get them saved. I reach them with my actions and, and my love walk. And, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to engage in a conversation with someone and really find out what their viewpoint is before I can take my mask off or put it on. It's just like, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but yeah. it's just so much farther reaching than you. And it's very inconsiderate and rude and not loving to just require everybody to have the same faith level and and viewpoint and opinion as you right i agree so I, again i'm trying not to be so long-winded no it's okay I'm formulating thoughts as they come out of my mouth right wisdom isn't a lack of faith and some things are just wise and i feel like sometimes we get this pressure and this quasi spirituality where we have to do things against wisdom to take to a faith. step of faith yeah. and the majority of the time the holy spirit's gonna lead you to operate in wisdom because he is the spirit of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Now, I can't jump inside of Pastor Jonathan's soul and know what he's dealing with, <laughs> but I can work within my own soul. Yeah. And uh, that's just a barometer for me. And maybe you can use it as a barometer for yourself. If you feel like you need to wear it and you don't wear it because other people around you, you're not living in faith. And the Bible says, whatever isn't of faith is sin. sin. Wow, we're really changing things Ouch. up now. But let's just talk about what the but the Bible promises. It promises us health. Mm -hmm. um, to some degree, if you're going to experience health, you may have some symptoms that you have to overcome. Mm -hmm. So I think we get really worked up about sometimes like, okay, I'm never going to get sick. And, oh, I got sick. What does that mean? Well, then you have an opportunity to access the health that you already have in the spirit realm. Uh, but a good thing I want to say is seed time and harvest. It's always a good time to start building your faith for your health. Yeah. And, and in the small things, you know, I think about this as, you know, faith kind of being like a muscle. I know all sickness and disease is, is the same to God. Um, and he treats it all the same and he heals it all the same, but to us, we have, we have levels, unfortunately. And so expressing your faith for the small things, I think, uh, we tolerate a lot of things in our life. I know for me, I will tolerate a headache. I will tolerate, you know, this, that minor aches, minor pains. But part of the fullness of walking in 100% health is not tolerating those types of things. And so I think we get really frustrated in the healing process because we've gone however many years in our life tolerating the small things. And then we get to a point where there's something we can't tolerate. It might be even it's a life or death situation. And we haven't built ourselves up to that place to even have enough faith to combat that. And then we get frustrated and we blame it on God. And really, he's calling us 
So anything done outside of faith is sin. So the fact that I'm tolerating, you know, shoulder pain right now, what does that say? Is that sin? I'm not really applying a whole lot of faith. I'll go, you know what? I'm just going to rest it. It'll be fine. You know what? I'll just take it easy, but I'm not actively applying my faith towards that. That's yeah. sin. Yeah. And so don't blame God for things that you haven't grown in. And the, the time to sow the seed of the word of God concerning healing to build your faith is not in the time when you need harvest. Right. The time to sow the seed yeah. of health and healing that's promised in the word of God is when you feel amazing. Right. So you can reap the harvest of those things when the symptoms come about. Yeah. Um, I, I just remember from the very beginning of the pandemic, Pastor Mark quoting Psalm 91, that no plague shall come near my dwelling. And that, I mean, you can look at that as a house or you can look at it as your physical body. Like it's not coming in your dwelling. And Pastor Mark had been around a lot of COVID. And I remember he went and got antibody tests. He, he never have, had gotten he it. Didn't get but he, he, I, he'll we'll be in prayer times and he'll mention like thank you Lord for healing my body or thank you for yeah. your healing power and I'm like man I haven't prayed for that in a while but he is yeah. which means he's sowing and he's planting that seed so he can reap right. that in the time of need and I will just say this Pastor Mark I won't say never but rarely rarely is ever sick true rarely misses a Sunday I don't I've never I've never seen him miss a day of work in his life I mean in in my uh, work with him. Which we're not speaking in condemnation if you're struggling no. in your body, but what we're saying is there's it's another level. Insane. And again, wherever your faith's at, develop that there. I knew someone who said, you know where my faith is at is this, that if I get COVID, I'm not going to have strong symptoms. So I could go, are you kidding me? God's promised you health. What's the matter with you? But if that's where the Holy Spirit's working with them and they get COVID and they're asymptomatic, then they can go to the next That's level of victory. faith. That's a victory. You rejoice with them. You support right. them. Because you're you're literally tearing down that faith foundation with your accusation and your opinion. That's why most of us need to just shut up. Amen. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to wrath, as it says in John, right. James 1. And I'm going to say this too. Part of, part of living in a life of health um, is doing things in the natural that makes sense and God created the natural. You know, the Bible says the things that are unseen created the things that are seen. The natural and the supernatural work together. They're cohesive. And we can get into, uh, you know, a rabbit hole and a, an argument about big pharma and really they're about money and everything. But let me just say this. Anything that is developed to help keep us healthy, I think is a God thing. Um, and God really works. And I think it's actually, let me just say this. I can't prove this, but I think it's really an a act of God's mercy and grace that these type of scientific things and procedures exist because God knows first and foremost that not everybody's saved and not everybody has strong faith and he still wants people to be healthy and whole. So there are things in the natural that we should absolutely take advantage of to keep us healthy, to keep, cause I mean, I can't practice my faith. I can't grow my faith if I'm dead. Right. So thank you Lord for the things that are in the natural and let's just use wisdom, you know, wash your hands, things like that. Uh, again, I'm kind of repeating myself, but. Well, I want to say this, and I think it's in the same line about like just being healthy and the importance of being healthy. Uh, yeah. We said this in our first podcast. We were talking about lessons we learned from the maintenance team. And one of them that I learned was it's better to maintain what's good than fix what's broken. And I just want to say it's better to stay healthy than have to try to receive healing. And I think it's easier. Yeah. And so often the 
I don't think we steward our health well. No. And the Bible promises us health, which means, hey, we're going to maybe end the podcast with this, some healing scriptures that stand out to you. I already mentioned one, Psalm 91, where it says that no plague comes near our dwelling. But as Isaiah 53, 5 says that by his stripes, we are healed, which means we've been given health. How are we stewarding that health? I think of... Um, just those natural things and they're how we steward our health. Like Brother Hagen, feeling sick all the time, but God said, you're eating bologna all the time right. and that's not sitting well with your stomach. Stop eating bologna. What is that? I believe that's God leading Brother Hagen to operate in wisdom and steward his health. Because just as it's better to maintain what's good than fix yeah. what's broken, that goes with our physical right. bodies and our health. Yeah, and a lot of times I think of uh, what we do to maintain something is not going to be the same thing that revives something that's dying. And that doesn't directly correlate like perfectly, you know, with the lawn care thing. But I just think even in the natural, when we get sick, I don't remember when I was a kid, I'd get sick and it just like vitamin C, got to drink a lot of orange juice. And I've recently learned that really does nothing for you when you're sick, but it does a lot for you before you're sick. Mm. Um, because, it, what it does is it promotes and helps maintain a very strong and healthy immune system. And so if I'm diligent to consistently consume enough vitamin C before I'm sick, it's going to really help fend off the virus when it tries to attack me. But we, you know, we don't, we, we disregard all these things. Then we get sick and I, it happened to me a few weeks ago. I get sick and I'm like, crap emergency. And I'm just like pouring way more in mm. than I need to. And I'm just trying, and I'm taking zinc and I'm taking this and I'm taking that. And I'm overloading my body with all this stuff that is great for the maintenance. Preemptively. Phase. Yeah, preemptive, but it's not doing a whole lot uh, while I'm sick. And it's the same thing with scriptures. And I kind of said this before, you know, building faith um, in the things that, you know, we're tolerating right now, but just in that season of health, consistently declaring healing and thanking God for your health um, and taking the word like a medicine, which here's the thing, you can't OD on the word. Um, you can't OD on scriptures and it's always going to be healthy for you to take those um, daily, even mm. if you don't have symptoms and you should be. Uh, so, yeah. It makes me think of a house because our bodies are a house and oftentimes people don't lock their doors until they've been broken into. Yeah. And we don't start, locking our doors until our bodies have been broken into. Right. And uh, it's a good way of saying it's preemptive. It. Yeah. So apply the blood. Right. And how much does it say about your value of scripture? Is it if you don't really know any healing scriptures and then you get sick and then you have to look up a bunch of healing scriptures when you should already be meditating and focusing on those anyways. And I'm not trying to condemn anyone. Mm. And, and this is even true for me. I, I know maybe a handful. I know there's a lot more than the ones that I know. And so if I have to scramble to look up all that stuff, it really doesn't show that I'm placing a whole lot of value on the word mm -hmm. of God. It's good. I want to say one more thing, and this is maybe for those that are sick and they're like, man, and they know they could have done more to keep themselves healthy. Healing is a gift. We received it in salvation, which is a gift, which means it's a grace gift. And so often I believe I've not gotten healthy quicker because I think of my own screw ups on how I got sick with COVID even like, man, I didn't wear a mask. I should have wore a mask. Oh man, now I need, and I deserve to be carrying these symptoms in my body for this amount of time because I walked away. Listen, we need to learn the grace of God to overcome those things because it's all received as a gift. And, uh, 
none of this can be based. I know we mentioned a lot of stuff we can do, but if this is only as strong as my own effort to keep myself healthy and not the promises of God, then I don't really have faith at all. I have faith in myself and my self cannot prevail against COVID, against any of these things that are going on. It's got to be in the grace of God. So just that reminder that when you get sick, God's desire is for you to be healthy despite what you've done wrong. Yeah. Learning to forgive yourself is a huge deal. There's a few things I've battled in my life. Some things I'm even uh, getting over now. And I think the healing process was extremely delayed and and it is even still delayed because I'm working on forgiving myself for really stupid things I've done in the past and the way I brought it upon myself. And again, just kind of reiterating what you said, we always think, well, I'm not deserving of healing because of what I've done. That's actually absolutely correct. You are undeserving of life, but because of Jesus, um, we get to reap those benefits. And so learning to forgive yourself, but then embracing and acknowledging what Jesus has done is really going to set you free. The Bible says this, that the blood of Jesus will cleanse your conscience of dead works and and just filth and garbage and self-condemnation, focusing on the right things and letting the blood of Jesus cleanse your conscience is liberating and it will bring health to your body quicker. Awesome. Well, since we've talked about scripture and knowing scripture and meditating on scripture, a uh, couple of verses that I think of a lot that are in the Bible, Psalm 107, 20, that he sent his word and it mm-hmm. healed him. Yeah. It says in Proverbs 3 that to meditate on the word and keep in your heart is health to your flesh, mm-hmm. all your flesh. I think of Isaiah 53, 5, where I had mentioned it, that Jesus bore in his own body our pain and our sickness, yeah. and by his stripes we are healed. Mm-hmm. And that's repeated in Second For, Peter. Or is first, it first Peter 2, 24. 1 Peter 2, 24, yeah. where it says... Uh, uh, Basically the same thing. Same thing, thing. except it doesn't say you are healed. It says you were healed. healed. So past and present, you're healed. Um, Exodus 15, 26 says, I am the Lord God that heals you. And that's where we get that redemptive name, Jehovah Rapha. So those are just some places. And we already mentioned Psalm 91, that no plague comes near your dwelling. Psalm 103, 3, that he's, bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, who forgives all my iniquities, who heals all my diseases. Yeah. Those are just some <laughs> verses you can chew on. Yeah, a lot. Well, I, That's good. I've tried to develop yeah. them over the years, but again, it's not what I know. It's what I'm actively taking daily. Right. Praise God. <laughs> Wisdom of the day, brother. Yeah, oh, I was going to say this to you. Don't feel bad. I mean, you should know scripture, but not knowing exact reference. I was just thinking about old school manuscripts. They didn't have book, chapter, and verse. Um, so... Get them in your heart, however you get them in there. Amen to that. Because a lot of times I go, you know, it's somewhere in the Old Testament, but I know that I know that I've read that Jesus is my healer. And that's the most important thing, getting truth down in you. Um, So don't get caught up in all those, the details. Don't get caught up in the weeds. Just get the word in your heart and quote it, declare it, speak it over your life and watch change make, you know, change take place. Um, Wisdom of the day for me, I'm going to wrap up uh, kind of what you said um, and what I said really differentiating between citizen citizen of heaven and citizen of the United States and really basing my decisions on how I interact with people based on, basing it on my Christian principles and being a citizen of the kingdom of heaven um, because that is a whole different uh, system of laws and that's the law of love and Whatever your spirit, you know, we talk about our conscience. I believe your conscience is the voice of your spirit. So letting your spirit, or just say your conscience, 
lead you in all those decisions that you make and not just your own opinion. Because I think God really knows what's best for every situation. So if you are encountering someone and on the inside, you feel like I should wear a mask or I shouldn't wear a mask, whatever it is. Again, we're not advocating for one side or the other. We're advocating for walking in love. Whatever that is, follow that. And I think it'll it'll do well for you. I really like what you just said that we're not advocating for wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. We're advocating for walking in love. And that goes with my wisdom of the day. We've talked about lasting effects of COVID, lasting effects of the vaccine, blood clots, these things that'll prolong long after the actual event. And that's my wisdom of the day, that our approach to this pandemic may have a bigger impact on us and those around us than the virus itself. And is our compliance or our defiance hurting our witness and our faith. Just think about, has your heart encountered, captured, and held on to bitterness, anger, fear, rage? And maybe three years from now when no one's wearing a mask and COVID's a thing of the past, are those things still going to be in your heart and not weeded out? You got your sense of taste and smell back, but have you gotten your heart back? (laughs) We got to end it right there. (laughs) I've... Just recently got my taste back within the last like four months and I got COVID like a year and a half ago. Well, there you go. Taco Bell Pepsi tastes like metal to me still. But hey. COVID, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Actually, I'm really cutting down on the soda. I barely drink it. I still drink a Coke Zero every now and again. Got to bring that Coke Zero in. Well, yeah, I think those are good practical uh, things that we can apply. And again, hear our hearts here. We're not trying to condemn anyone or advocate for anything. Again, we're we want to be Christians, which is like Christ-like or little Christs, right? We're accurate representations of Jesus. Um, and the only thing that we can base what Jesus would do on is the word. So we can't make these hypotheticals. What would Jesus wear a mask? I don't know. Let's look at what he did in scripture. He was always operating in love, always looking to pull out the best in other people, to minister to the needs of people and really operate with empathy and compassion. I guess that's another wisdom of the day or something. I don't know. We got to pray. You pray, and then we'll be done. All right. Father God, thank you so much for today, for this podcast. Thank you that your son went through such pain and suffering so that we could walk healthy. And Father God, with all the things that we said about NPR, about healing, and about COVID, let your healing power and who you are and what you've given us stay with us. And Father God, let those loving attributes of you that we freely received be the things that exist in our life, not the ramifications of having COVID. Father God, I just thank you that you're good and we can trust in your goodness and you're getting us through this pandemic in strength because this is the church age and your church will rise in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining us once again, being faithful in listening to two guys with the first letter of their name being J and what they have to say. (laughs) We'll see you next week.